So the next reason why long form content is beneficial is it is binge worthy. So when you think about the reasons why y'all love Netflix and Hulu so much, it's because you don't have to wait to be satisfied, right? It's almost like instant gratification. And so your customer feels the same way about your product or service. When you have multiple episodes of a piece of long form content, like a podcast or YouTube videos, your audience doesn't have to wait to get to know, like, and trust you. They don't have to wait week to week. They can literally binge watch or binge read all of your long form content and be ready to make a buying decision on whether or not you are the person that they wanna work with. Welcome to Content for Brunch. This is the meal that your marketing plan has been missing, okay? I am serving up substance, storytelling, and strategy for your content. So if you are an entrepreneur who markets your business online, then this is the podcast for you. We're gonna break down exactly how you should consistently create meaningful content that builds your brand and grows your business online. I'm your host, Kayla Riggins, and I can't wait for you to hear what's on the menu today. Let's serve it up. What's for brunch? Content, turning profiles into profits. Strategies for baddies, captivating captioning. Hey, Coach Kayla, I'm open to suggestions. How can I turn my content into coin and connections? Profit projections. Content is key when you hire me. And I'll teach you how to do it, but consistently. Stop satisfying followers you don't even got. Instead, focus on the people who follow you now. When I'm talking, it's because I know what I'm talking about. And I create the type of content keep my name in their mouth they say content is king nope. i say it's queen because women are the source of every damn thing i talk big money yeah i got the nerve to do such you're doing too little if you think i'm doing too much if you don't know what to do and you're feeling too stuck tune into every episode <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's have content for brunch let's yeah. have content for brunch judy drama judy bang same thing let's have content yeah. for brunch Judy drama next up. I'm gonna be yelling that shit till it's stuck. Hey, hey, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Content for Brunch. Listen, I hope that you are starving because per usual, I'm ready to serve you, okay? But before I dish up today's strategy, I need you to do me a favor, okay? Is that cool? All right, I want you to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. Also, if anything I have ever said has been valuable to you, has resonated with you, if you've acted on it and got a result, I would really, really appreciate if you left me a review, okay? As you know, leaving me a review helps me with the podcast. And lastly, girl, share this with a friend. Don't be stingy because brunch is always better with at least two people. All right, so as you know, content for brunch is the meal you're marketing plan has been missing so let's get into it if you are busy planning your 2023 content strategy and you should be I highly recommend including a signature piece of long form content to your strategy this can be as simple as a day in the life vlog starting a podcast or even a YouTube channel But listen to me when I tell you long form content is making a comeback, okay? Long form content in the written form is also still important. So you can do things like blog posts or email newsletters or even columns, different articles online you can contribute to, okay? Now, let me stay here for a second with the written form of content creation. We all know that video is queen. 
and it is the future and all of that is true. But that does not mean in any way that long form written content is a peasant, okay? Just because video is queen, that don't mean written form is a peasant. So it's very much still consumed regularly. And for some business owners, it's the leading conversion piece of content that they create, which in translation, it means that their bread and butter is that written long form content, okay? So just like at brunch, it's the bread and butter. And even if they weren't transparent with what was their leading form of content that got conversion for their business, you know that this is true, right? Have you ever heard anyone say, oh, my email list is popping, or that's where my people respond to me the most. That's where my community is. That's where people buy my products and services the most. That's your proof right there, right? That's how you know that there is still a significant interest in written long form content. Um, So earlier this year, I was watching one of Four's podcasts. And if you're not familiar with Four, it's an influencer marketing agency. And I always watch different things around the internet. I love to educate myself, keep my skills sharp, um, and entertain myself as well. Remember, content is everywhere, and we're, we're all constantly consuming it, and I am not exempt from that. Okay? So earlier this year, I was watching one of the podcast interviews and it introduced me to a young lady named Danye Taylor. So by the way, if anyone knows Danye, send this to her because I would love to have her on the podcast. Okay. So I'm putting that out into the atmosphere, into the universe and manifesting that. Anyway, the topic of the episode was diversifying your content output. And Danye talked about a time when Instagram went down because y'all know at this point it's bound to happen at least twice a year. Okay. And she talked about wanting to be able to post that day to reach her audience, but she couldn't. And so that led her to start to brainstorm and research about different ways she could still connect with her audience. And so she decided to start an email newsletter about marketing and branding, right? So of the many content formats, she says she chose a newsletter because she's a really good writer. And so I love that she shared her reason for choosing a newsletter because this is something that I prioritize when working with my clients. I want y'all to know, listen, you ain't gotta create the way that everyone else is creating. And it's important to produce your content in a format that you are really good at. So I have an entire lesson about how to choose the content format that's best for you inside of the last content planner you'll ever need, okay? But let me give you a sneak peek. Okay, so let me tell you why you do not need a content calendar. Yes, you heard me clearly. You do not need a content calendar. And it's because you need to create the content first. A content calendar is useless to you if you have zero content to schedule. That means you need a content planner. Okay, scheduling your content is the last step in the content creation process. There are a few steps that must happen first, okay? Let me break it down. A calendar does not help you brainstorm ideas or develop content pillars. A content calendar does not teach you how to decide if you should create a reel, a carousel, a newsletter. A calendar does not help you understand which social platforms you should be using and how to use them. And it does not teach you how to write captions or use CTAs. Lastly, a content calendar definitely does not teach you how to repurpose your content. But guess what? The last content planner you'll ever need teaches you how to do all of that and so much more. 
Yes. So I named it the last content planner you'll ever need because that is the truth. You're not going to need nothing else. Okay. So there's a link in the description box. I want you to click it now and grab the last content planner you'll ever need so that you can get to work creating your content. All right. Back to the episode. I call it your SPS, Strongest Personality Showcaser. Yes, girl, I made that up, okay? But everything is made up, so whatever. So I made that up, but this is how I help my clients identify which content format works best for their brand voice. And that's what's super important when deciding how you're gonna show up and which format you're gonna prioritize. It should really depend on your brand voice. Now, some people are really good writers, some people are good on camera, and others are amazing visual storytellers. So whatever your strongest person personality showcaser is SPS. (laughs) I want you to know that I have a few examples to help you figure out which one you should, which type of content you should create that suits you the strongest. All right. So let's get into it. If you are a great writer, you should consider blog posts and carousel posts and even Twitter threads. Like y'all see some of these Twitter threads where people will start a conversation and they literally go viral because the quality of the content or the subject matter is just that engaging. So Twitter is not dead as well. I know it's a lot of controversy over there right now with everything that's going on, but it's definitely not dead. So if you're a writer, think about different ways that you can leverage Um, different platforms and formats that actually prioritize and encourage writing, right? And so on Instagram, carousel posts are still really a big deal. No matter how much reels become their priority, there are people who are really great writers who still leverage carousel posts that do really well, all right? So if you are a great speaker, you should consider audio storytelling, podcasts, or voiceover narration. And all of these things don't require you to actually be on camera to create the content. So if you're really good at narrating, if you're really good at speaking, but you just don't necessarily want to show your face, these are the different content formats you should consider. And then if you are great presenting information, like me, (laughs) then you qualify for what I like to call on cam is my jam, right? And you should be creating content that has your face to camera. Again, I take a deeper dive into content formats when you download the last content planner you'll ever need. But let's get back to the podcast I was listening to with Danye. Okay, so she started this newsletter and she grew it to over 4,000 subscribers. And at that time, she had a 79% engagement rate. So then she decided, okay, how can I leverage this in my benefit, right? How can I benefit from this? And so she decided to use the newsletter within her brand partnerships. So what that means is brands were able to buy ad placement or sponsor the newsletter, right? And this was a form of episodic content she released weekly. It was long form, it was engaging, and it was about branding and marketing. And so because she built this credibility with this newsletter and it had a significant following, now she was able to leverage that content when working with different brands and partnerships. She even mentioned in the future that she may actually charge a subscription for the newsletter, which is another way of leveraging that piece of long form content. So if you haven't gotten where I'm going with yet, okay, just know that long form content is making a comeback in a major way. 
So the best way to create a piece of long-form content is to do it episodically. And so as you guys know, my background is in television production. I studied mass media arts with a concentration in TV um, at the illustrious Clark Atlanta University. Um, And then when I graduated, I moved to New York, got my first job as a production assistant, and then kind of worked my way up to producer from there. Um, And so when you think of episodically, that is classically our training as producers, right? We're always producing something that comes on week after week in an episodic way. So when you apply that to your content strategy, excuse me, your content strategy, ooh, child, that was a tongue twister. (laughs) So when you apply that to your content strategy, that means you should create a piece of content that is released on a weekly or bi-weekly cadence, okay? So let me break down the benefits of long-form content production, all right? So the first thing is it shortens sales cycles. In the customer buying journey, you have three phases. The awareness phase, the consideration phase, and the decision phase. These are the three phases that you are taking your audience through in order to decide that they want to make a purchase with you, right? So in the awareness phase, your audience is being made known that you exist. In the consideration phase, your audience has been convinced that they ha- that you have the solve for their problem and they are considering actually buying it. And in the decision phase, they have narrowed it down to maybe you and a couple of other people that offer the same solution, and they are now making a decision about who to go with. So in all three of these phases, they are very significant, and your messaging within your content looks slightly different in all three phases. Now, we may take a deep dive into the customer buying journey and how to create content in each phase in a different episode, but for now... That, that was your little mini crash course, okay? So I want you to know that when you leverage long-form content, the sales cycle is shortened. So whereas you have to take them through the customer buying journey in all three phases, so when you leverage long-form content, this means that your audience is more likely to go through all three phases in one piece of content instead of only getting one phase in a short-form piece of content. When sales cycles are shortened, that means you get to the coin faster. And we all can use a little faster coin, okay? Ching, ching to that, all right? (laughs) So the next reason why long-form content is beneficial is it is binge-worthy. So when you think about the reasons why y'all love Netflix and Hulu so much, it's because you don't have to wait to be satisfied, right? It's almost like instant gratification. And so your customer feels the same way about your product or service. When you have multiple episodes of a piece of long form content, like a podcast or YouTube videos, your audience doesn't have to wait to get to know, like, and trust you. They don't have to wait week to week. They can literally binge watch or binge read all of your long form content and be ready to make a buying decision on whether or not you are the person that they want to work with. Okay. So binge worthy content is definitely a benefit of long form content. So the next reason why long form content is beneficial is brand authority. Okay. Everybody wants to build brand authority and some people struggle to really know how, well, let me tell you, long form content is a key way, right? Because it really helps you build a portfolio and it's your portfolio that gives you authority. So there's a certain level of trust that's immediately earned when someone sees that you have a body of work and that you prioritize the time, effort, and commitment necessary to actually produce long form content. 
right? Listen, we live in a 30 second real world. So when someone sees that you're producing something long form, there's a level of respect that comes with your commitment to share valuable information with your audience. And that continues to build your brand authority. All right. So the next reason it allows you to stand out. I said, and the next reason it's like, y'all I keep coming up with the reasons. Listen, I'm telling you it is, it needs to be a part of your strategy. So I got all of the reasons. Okay. So the next reason is it allows you to stand out amongst all of the trends in a super saturated market. Now y'all know, I don't believe that market saturation is a bad thing, but the facts are the facts and the market is saturated. There is a little bit of everybody doing a little bit of everything or a lot of bit, we should say. Right. So while short form content should still be incorporated to your strategy, People are captivated when someone is doing something different. So peep this. Imagine you scrolling through your timeline and the last 10 videos you consumed were 30 seconds long. Then you go to the next video and it's five minutes. That's going to stand out to you as a consumer because it's different from everything else you just consumed. So this is why day in the life vlogs um, and other long forms of content have gotten increasingly popular. All right. So I want you to consider that when putting together your strategy. The next reason, yes, I have another one. <laughs> uh, long form content is easily repurposed into short form content without having to do double the work. Now this right here may be one of my favorite benefits of long form content. As you know, I recently launched this podcast and when I tell y'all, it's much more of a smoother process when repurposing my content. I use the clips as bite-sized pieces of content for short form because I also shoot the podcast in video, right? And so then I use the transcriptions for IG captions and email blasts. And I even use the podcast titles and topics for trainings and lessons inside of my community. So it's much easier to create one big thing and chop it into smaller pieces than it is to try and create multiple things from a small thing, okay? That was a lot of things, but y'all get what I mean. Create the big thing and then chop it into smaller pieces. That is the easier way, all right? Okay, I got one more reason. <laughs> so one more benefit. And last but certainly not least, long-form content is better for leveraging storytelling. Y'all know my signature formula I use all the time, and that is stories create connection, and connection equals conversion, and conversion equals coin. If you ain't telling stories, you ain't making no coin. And with long form content, you simply have more time to leverage storytelling because you aren't rushing to make content punchy or trendy. Instead, your focus is about spending time with your audience and where time is spent, money is spent. I want y'all to write that down somewhere, put it on your mirror, put it in your sticky note, write it in lipstick in your bathroom, whatever. But I want you to know that where time is spent, money is spent. The more time you spend in the mall, the more money you spend, right? The more time you spend at a webinar, the more likely you are to actually invest into whatever they're selling you. So where time is spent, money is spent, okay? So those are all of the benefits of long form content. And that is why long form content is definitely making a comeback. So as you start to think about your 2023 strategies and what type of content you want to include, I definitely recommend you add it to your strategy, okay? And listen, I want to help you do that. So I want you to go ahead and slide in my DMs so that I can help you come up with some ideas of long-form content that works for your business. So this is where I really get to flex my creative muscles, and it's one of my favorite things to do with my clients. So as a thank you for being a loyal listener to the podcast, when you DM me, I'm going to give you a complimentary audit 
that includes an idea of a piece of long form content you can start to create for your business. All right. So slide in my DMs. That's at Kayla Riggins all over the www's and the dot coms. All right. So while I let y'all marinate on that, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. Thank you so much for joining me at the brunch table again. And I want you guys to remember to go out and create the content that never leaves your audience starving. So whether it's 12 noon, 2 p.m., 6 a.m., or 6 in the night, it's always a good time for content for brunch. Now go ahead and serve it up, y'all. Bye. Content for brunch, the podcast now available on all platforms.